I'm Laura Seipert, and you are listening to Episode 7, The Road to Success. If you are a voice teacher or a choir teacher who sometimes sees your students struggling with mindset or mental health, and you want to know how you can better help them, then this podcast is for you. I'm Laura Seifert. I'm a voice teacher and a board-certified music therapist. Welcome to the Mindful Voice Teacher Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. (laughs) If you are living in the United States and listening in real time, then it is Thanksgiving week, one of my favorite weeks of the year. I just love everything about this time of year, just when the weather starts getting cold and family comes together and we're preparing for the Christmas season. It's just magical to me. And if you are listening at any other time or in any other place, then I hope that you are also just having a wonderful day. And if not, maybe take a second to breathe and just feel and find something to be grateful for. That's something I also love about Thanksgiving is the reminder to express gratitude because gratitude is one of those things that is so easy but can be so challenging at times. But the more that we do it, the more that we outwardly or inwardly feel and express gratitude, the happier that we can be in our lives. There's science that actually says that it boosts our self-esteem and actually boosts our immunity and can elongate life. So that's pretty cool about gratitude. So take a second, maybe just think of something that you are grateful for today. So I am so excited for this episode because it's just going to be me today. I do most of my episodes, if you've been listening, then you already know this, but most of them I bring on a guest, but today I want you all to myself, and I think I'm going to continue to do this just every once in a while, throw in an episode that's just me, but before we get into what I have prepared for you today, I want to first share some business. First, If you have not signed up to be on my email newsletter, I would highly recommend that you do that. Every Wednesday, or I should say most Wednesdays, I send out these positive affirmation vocal warm-ups that I have written myself. I create a video and send it to you, as well as just a really short little message that you can, that's hopefully uplifting and inspiring and something you can take to use with your students. And another announcement I want to make, I have a friend named Lauren Ireland. She's a vocal coach and owns this vocal studio called Sing Sauna. She's going to be putting on a webinar with performance psychologist Dr. John Skidmore called Master Your Mindset, Find Your Flow on Stage. This is going to be Saturday, December 3rd at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And this is really going to help you focus on working through performance anxiety, as well as finding a more positive thoughts and positive mindset about performance in general. They're going to be teaching lots of relaxation techniques, as well as giving positive affirmations and trigger words. So this is going to be a really amazing webinar. I'm definitely going to be there. I would love to invite you to be there too. And if you're interested in this, then you, listener, can get 
in for 15% off using the promo code that I'm going to have in the show notes. So there'll be the link to sign up as well as that promo code. You just stick that in and you get your 15% off. Okay, enough announcements. So today I want to share this experience that I had back in May where I was celebrating Mental Health Awareness Month by having different voice teachers come on Instagram Live with me on my page and we would talk about different mental health topics and discuss them. And one of my voice teacher friends, she asked me this question that I've been thinking about ever since. And the question is, how do I find a balance between helping my students meet their goals and meeting them where they are today? I love this question. And in the moment, I came up with this metaphor that I've been thinking about for the last six months and really expanding on. And I want to share with you this metaphor today in the form of a personal story of mine. In 2016, my husband and I, we were living in a town in Northern Virginia called Fredericksburg. And we had lived in Utah before. We had met there, got married, and had left a bunch of our stuff in a storage unit that we needed to get and clean out, as well as I had a friend's wedding that was happening and other things that were going on. So I decided I was going to take a road trip from Fredericksburg, Virginia, all the way to Salt Lake City by myself because my husband had stuff going on with his work and we just could, he couldn't leave work at that time and decided that he was going to fly out later and drive back with me. So I got all excited and prepared my favorite road trip snacks. I downloaded some books on tape. I was excited to listen to some music and on the road I went. I had this big goal to travel to Salt Lake City, which by the way was 2,200 miles or 3,540 kilometers away. So that's a good solid three, two to three days of driving by myself. And I, you know, the first day went really well. I ate my snacks, I danced, but occasionally, because I couldn't just drive, 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 I had to stop occasionally and fill up with gas. I started getting a little tired of the snacks I brought, so sometimes I would want to get eat something else. I'd pick up something, maybe have a sit-down meal, stretch out my legs before I got back on the road. So the first day of driving, I drove for a total of 14 hours, and I got to this town in Missouri late at night. I decided to just pull over at a gas station where I saw that there were other people that were parking overnight and just sleep in the back of my car because I didn't want to pay for a hotel room just for a few hours. I was excited to just get back on the road, make it all the way to Salt Lake City. And so I curled up in the back of my car. I had a blanket and a pillow with me. And of course, like, I think I brought like a hammer or something as like a defense weapon just in case anything happened. And I tried so hard to fall asleep. But I was, even though I was exhausted, I was nervous and I probably only got maybe two, three, four hours of sleep that night before I just got up and I was like, you know what, I just got to keep on going. 
So that day I drove all the way through Nebraska, through, drove all the way through Kansas, got into Colorado, and I was really feeling pretty tired. <laughs> I was still on that highway, still going, but I, I knew I wasn't going to make it to Salt Lake City that day. Luckily, my parents were living in Denver, Colorado at the time, so I called them up and they said, yes, come over. I was able to have a nice meal. I took a shower, slept in a real bed, and had a really, really nice time relaxing, re-energizing, and refreshing myself before waking up the next morning feeling much more relaxed to get back on the highway and drive the rest of the way to Salt Lake City, Utah. So I did reach my goal of doing that solo <laughs> that solo ride all the way to Salt Lake City. So what does this have to do with teaching voice lessons and this question that my friend asked? I'm sure you have already started coming up with your own answers to how this metaphor applies, but I'm still going to spell it out for you just in case I could add a little bit more depth to what you might already be thinking. So let's think of being on the highway and driving as teaching vocal technique, working on repertoire, doing all those things that you would normally think of that was done in a voice lesson. So you're going good, you're working your way towards your goal, you're helping your students' voices progress. Occasionally, a student might come in and you notice that they are kind of running low on gas, if you know what I mean. They might be feeling tired, maybe just had a long day, maybe just low energy, and you can tell that just jumping right on the highway or staying on the highway is not going to work for them, so they need to get off at a rest stop and get some gas. What this will look like in a voice lesson might be spending time with them at the beginning of the lesson, breathing, maybe going through a meditation with them, having a little dance party maybe doing some vocal improv, anything to really energize them, help them get centered, get their head in a better place. And then you can continue on your lesson as you had planned. So that's one way of meeting them where they are, gassing them back up, helping them get back on the highway. Occasionally, a student might come to your lesson feeling exhausted they just really had a bad day. They just have a lot going on, a lot in their mind. They might be feeling depressed or anxious and that you can tell that they are just in bad sorts for that day. I like to refer this to having to take a long rest, really taking a little bit more time off of the highway. I want to bring your attention to the fact that when you get off the highway, that does not mean that you're getting off the highway for forever. You're getting off the highway to take care of your needs so that you can keep on going on the highway. So in these lessons, when a student is just not doing well, taking a good chunk of time, even possibly the whole lesson, to really talk with them, help them work through whatever is going on in their mind, Hopefully students are able to do this during time outside of the lesson, but I know occasionally students, I know I've had students come to my lessons just needing a long rest, a safe place to rest, but they just don't want to miss their lesson. And every lesson I have 
I want them to still be moving towards achieving their goals. It might just not look the same as if they were on the highway, but it's equally as as important. So this might look like leading them through a longer meditation. Maybe having them really talk out what's going on in their lives and potentially even helping them write a song about what's going on. It could be listening to some of their favorite music or listening to music that inspires them and talk about talking about the lyrics or why they like it. I mean, all of these things continues to help move their themselves towards that goal of whatever vocal goal they're reaching, but that doesn't necessarily have to always be working on vocal technique and building your repertoire. These things build towards that and help your help them become a more well-rounded musician as well. All of these things should also be essential parts of being a musician. Having a good mindset, being able to really connect with the music and express yourself and connect with recorded music, all of these things are going to benefit your student even if they're not working on vocal technique in that lesson. So continuing on with my story, my husband did fly out, meet me in Salt Lake City. We filled up our car with all of our belongings, went to the weddings, and back to Virginia we went. Now the nice thing about having two drivers, if you've ever done a long road trip before, is that you can switch out drivers and one of you can rest while the other drives. And then when you get tired, you just switch out and you don't have to stop as much except, of course, for gas and to get food, but you don't necessarily have to stop and sleep nearly as much. So uh, it was about two o'clock in the morning. I was driving across I-80 on this dark road in the middle of Nebraska. I think we're like near Nebraska City, if you're familiar with the area. And life was good. I was maybe a little tired, but doing okay. And before my mind could even register what was going on, all of a sudden, there was a deer on the right passenger side of my car. And it just... I just clipped it and it banged the side of my car. My my poor husband woke up to me screaming as the car is swerving all all over the road because I the deer hit my car with enough force to kind of knock me to the other side of the road. Luckily, I was the only one on the road at the time. But with my husband's help, we were able to get the car pulled over to the side of the road without any further accidents. So here we were in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska, in the middle of the night. I just hit a deer. I did not know what damage my car had taken. And I was, well, I was scared. I didn't know who to talk to, what to do. We got out of the car, we assessed the damage, and the whole right side of the car was just completely bent in to the point where we could barely even open that passenger door. There were tufts of deer fur stuck in the cracks and crevices where the dent was. My right light was completely just shattered. We opened up the hood, we looked around, and couldn't really see if anything was wrong. And at the time when we were just looking over our car, a state patrolman pulls up. I guess he had seen what had happened. 
And he gets out of his car, comes over to us, and I'll never forget him asking this question. He says, you want me to call a wrecker? Forgive my <laughs> my accent, but that is the way I remember it. And at the time, I did not know what a wrecker was because I was not from Nebraska. I found out later that it's what they call tow trucks. But we looked over our car. We figured out that the engine was working. The oil wasn't dented. Everything was working. The car just didn't look very pretty. And it was pretty banged up on that side of the car. So with relief, we decided that we would just continue on our way to Virginia. Our car was still functioning and we didn't have to try to find a place to stay that night and not know. And I don't I don't even know how long we would have been having to stay in Nebraska or figure out another way to get back to Virginia if our car if our car had been completely totaled. I do wonder about the deer though. I still wonder about that deer. Like I only saw him for that split second and then I tried to I I drove too far ahead of him before before pulling the car over that I never I never actually saw what happened to him, but I can imagine. So occasionally our students on the road towards their goals, they go through things that blindsides them, that everything seems to be going good. And then all of a sudden, something happens that completely, that can completely throw them off. Sometimes when we're on these long car rides, something seemingly random can happen, like of tire blowing out or going the wrong direction and having to turn back around or getting in a car accident or hitting a deer. And we just don't expect it. And sometimes that can really be a huge setback for us. Now on the road to reaching our goals with our students, they can go through those setbacks too. And sometimes that will lead them to have to take a break from the highway for a little bit. They might have to take some time off to figure out what's going on. They might need to call somebody for help. You might recognize that a student has gone through something traumatic if their attitude completely changes. And at that point, I would recommend maybe having them talk to a mental health specialist that knows who to call and what to do to help their student, knows knows the number for the wrecker. And I... I think during this time, it's important for us to know that we we can still be supportive, that this is that our students aren't necessarily getting off the highway forever. They just need to take some time to heal and, and work through whatever might be going on. When we when students can get the right help and maybe work through some creative solutions, they can get back on the highway and drive safely towards their goals. It's so important that we learn as voice teachers to be able to meet our students where they are. And remember that the that on the road trip towards your goals, that does not only include driving on the highway, but all the essential and important stops and rests along the way. I hope that this metaphor made sense to you and that you were able to get some valuable insights out of it when it comes to a way that you approach your students. 
I think it is so important to learn how to meet our students where they are at in that moment because that really helps them in the long run to reach their goal in a healthy and efficient way because nobody can just spend the whole road trip on the highway. They have to get off and rest, fill up with gas, eat, stretch out, do all the essential things in order to reach their goal. And teacher, if you are interested in learning more about holding space for your students and more in depth about some of these activities I talked about, including songwriting, improvisation, breathing techniques, mindfulness techniques, I've actually created an online course that I just want to put out there to you as an option. I will put it in the link in the show notes below for you to check out if you would like to learn more about that. I hope that you each have a wonderful week and I hope that you also take time not only to be in tune to your students with where they are at, but also be in tune to yourself, that we are also on our own roads towards our goals. And sometimes as teachers, we just want to stay on the highway and only rest at night, maybe even not even that sometimes. But remember to tune into yourself and recognize when your body is saying, I'm running low on gas or I need some food or I need some rest, that we literally cannot keep on going. We're going to end up broken down on the side of some highway unless we stop and give our bodies what they need. So I leave that with you today. Beautiful listener, thank you for all you do. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being the person that your student needs and listening to this so that you can be more of support and help to your students. You are wonderful. Have amazing rest of your week. If you are wanting to spice up your vocal warm-up routine with some really fun vocal warm-ups that also help build confidence and positive mindset, then make sure to sign up for my Warm-Up Wednesday newsletter through the link in the show notes below. Also, be sure to rate, review, and follow this podcast in Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcast. And rate and review, especially if you really liked it. And if you didn't, then don't worry about it. It's all good.